Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the 1871 podcast. And on this episode, we're bringing you the latest on Reading FC which, to be honest, probably won't take that long as there doesn't seem to be too much in the way of news at the moment, but we'll give it our best shot. Uh, We'll also be discussing Reading women and we'll be having a chat with Royals legend and 1871 podcast co-host Dylan Kerr. Um, But first, here's a heads up on our upcoming guest this week. Tomorrow, our special guest is former Reading winger Glenn Little, and that episode is available anytime from 8.45pm tomorrow. And then on Wednesday evening, our guest is former Reading goalkeeper Steve Mortone. Uh, and that episode is available anytime from 6pm on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, our guest is former Reading midfielder and current Slough Town manager Scott Davies. And that episode is available on Thursday evening anytime from 6pm. And we're finishing Series 2 of the 1871 podcast with a couple of episodes for you next week. But we'll also be putting a few of our Series 1 episodes on our YouTube channel because we were audio only in Series 1. So we're going to put out the um, uh, a few episodes, including the, the Series 1 episodes with Graham Murty, Shaka Hislop, Stuart Lovell and Martin Allen on YouTube. And talking of the 1871 podcast, in case any of you are interested, um, we've been looking at our audience statistics for Series 2. So some very interesting viewing and uh, listening statistics. So our audiences for a single episode have got up to more than 5,000, which curiously was for our relegation episode. No guest on that one, just me and Johnny having a chat, really, and We've had more than 5,000 uh, viewers and listeners for that one. Um, and our Series 2 episodes on our new YouTube channel for Series 2 have had 400,000 impressions. Uh, it sounds good. I don't know if you know if a digital marketing person can tell us if that's actually really good or not. I don't know. 400,000 impressions sounds like a lot. Um, so that's more than 14,000 views of all of our episodes and 2,000 hours of watch time. 
So that's series two. And our combined total audience for our YouTube episodes and our audio version is now approximately 50,000. So thank you to everyone who's listened and uh, watched on YouTube. And actually, a, um, a shout out for Reading fan and 1871 podcast quiz champion, Chris Bennett, who is actually partly to thank for our new YouTube channel, as Chris is deaf, so he can't therefore listen to our audio version So that's one of the reasons why we launched the YouTube channel. Um, So Chris can watch the YouTube episodes, which also have subtitles available. Um, And our 1871 podcast fans include my mum. And my mum has helped us grow our audience because she's told all of her neighbours. And my mum watches all of our our episodes on our YouTube, uh, on her TV on YouTube. So hello, mum. Hello, Mark's mum. Hello, (laughs) mum. And and the question my mum keeps asking me um, is who the new Reading manager is going to be. Uh, well, the short answer, mum, and to everyone else who's asking that question, all the Reading fans, is we don't know. We don't even really have a clue of when the announcement might be or when the new manager will start. But hopefully it will be before the end of May. Um, and just had a, a quick look. Obviously, different betting sites have different favourites, etc. But... The current joint favourites appear to be Chris Davies and John O'Shea, um, who have both played for Reading and they've both been coaches for Reading. So um, before we talk to Dylan, um, just an update as well on Reading women. So Reading women go into the final game of the season on Saturday with a slim chance of staying up after their defeat against Tottenham at the weekend. Um, so just a, a word on not, what needs to happen for Reading to stay in the WSL. So they're currently two points behind Leicester with one game remaining and they have a better goal difference than, than Leicester. So they need to hope Leicester lose or draw away to Brighton. But more importantly, to have any chance of staying up, they need to beat the current WSL leaders, Chelsea. And Chelsea need a win to make sure of winning the title. So... Johnny, just just want to ask you. Um, I think there's a chance that Brighton could beat Leicester, or that game could be a draw. But a win for Reading against Chelsea would be a big shock, really, wouldn't it? They've done it before, though. Being positive, they did it a couple of years ago, one nil. Diana Rose, I think, scored after about four or five minutes, and then uh, so she does that again, and they stay up. Brilliant, you know. It's it's a yes, yeah, a huge challenge, but it's one game, so like. But everyone that's a Reading fan, men support the men's team, women's team, get down there and support them. Noise yeah. will be huge. They need the fans. They need everyone behind them for one last game. Like if you're not doing anything Saturday afternoon, at least two thirty kick off. Get there and help them out. Get the kids down there, you know, and, and back the back the back the girls and make some noise. It doesn't rhyme, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, but I haven't got anything else. I'm not a singer. <laughs> So it's not about the boys and make some noise, it's about the girls and make some No. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got I've got nothing. Perhaps Dylan right. has, I don't know. <laughs> so look at that. So talking to Dylan, it's time to bring out in our other co-host. And tonight's special guest, it's Dylan Kerr. And Dylan, look, before we, we have a chat with you, just want to say commiserations. It's your first relegation as a head coach, but um, you know, I, I think most of the Reading fans um, will agree with this. You, you've done a, a superb job in getting Marumo Gallants, firstly, all the way to the CAF Confederation Cup semi-finals. 
And look, you took over at the end of January. Marumo Gallants were bottom of the South African Premier Division table. They were on a run of eight games without a win. You came in, you gave them a real chance of um, survival. They went on an unbeaten run of eight games. Um, but you had such a punishing schedule of games with all the travel and everything with the CAF Confederation Cup. And unfortunately, you were relegated at, at the weekend. Um, so just my first question to you, Dylan, is, you know, how are you, how are you feeling at the moment? Hello, guys. It's nice to be back. <laughs> nice to be back. But, you know, um, it's been two days now of, you know, going over and over in my head. What could I have done better? What could I have done different? Different, um, like you said um, just now, I've never experienced this in my life, in my career. Um, I'm never a loser. I hate losing, and you know, it, 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 I've not absorbed it in yet. I don't think it's it's sunk in uh, because I've not really slept because I feel I feel cheated, uh, Mark. I feel let down, and I feel that they've let not only myself down, but they've let the chairman down. They've let us small community of fans down. They've also took away jobs for the young players in MDC because that the that will not happen now. So there'll be no youth programme next year. Um, coaches will lose their jobs. Fitness coaches will lose their jobs. Analysis uh, guys will lose their jobs. You know, some, some ground staff will lose their jobs. And all, all for money. All, all because... They, they 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 wanted a bonus, which, as far as I know, you don't get a bonus if you're just in the semi-final. You know, you've got to get to the final, win the final, before the you know the, the chairman is a, is is even obliged to give you a bonus, because they, unfortunately they strike, in the they? contract they, there's nothing that. Yeah, Dylan, they went on strike, didn't they, the players? Tuesday morning, I woke up and we went for breakfast. And the, 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 the everybody, and this is what this is what grates me, Mark. Everybody was adamant they weren't training. They were not going to train. Him. And I said, the bus leaves at twelve o'clock. If you're on the bus, fine. If you're not on the bus, there's going to be a problem. Anyway, twelve o'clock, twelve fifteen, twelve twenty. The players didn't arrive, so I went back to my room. And by this time, I'm livid. And and and. My chairman was livid too. You know, he was he was being held hostage. Not only, you know, his club, but the 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 the, the prestige of representing your country in the Confederations Cup for the first time in the club's history, for the first time in South African, a small club like Marumo Gallants has got to the semi-finals of the Confederations Cup, which was it was like basically no disrespect, it was like Slough Town you know, getting to the League Cup final. You know, that's how that's how massive it was for Marumo Gallant. And when we went to Egypt and played pyramids, the, the players had agreed with this with the chairman, and the chairman agreed, yes, verbally, he was going to give them something. But they wanted it in writing. And and it was Wednesday morning, the chairman arrived at training uh, at the camp with the biggest game of their lives. Because they're never going to get there again. None of them. We'll get to the Confederations Cup again, you know. And they they made the chairman sign a piece of paper that states they will get a percentage of the um, of the of the um, calf money, which apparently is fourteen point five million rand, which is fifth down on uh, ten million rand is 
two fours. Uh, five million, five hundred thousand. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to do. I'll have to do my math. Um, two million rands, hundred thousand. Yeah. So it's about five hundred thousand pounds. No, six hundred thousand pounds. Right. Yeah. They wanted a percentage of it. Now the chairman has said, and he said today, his outlay is between twelve and eighteen million so far up into the semi-finals. So whatever percentage they're going to go, get, you know, it's, it, it's it's small potatoes compared to what they could have got had they qualified for the qualified for the final. It was eighteen million for the for the final, and I think twenty two and a half million for for the to win the final. And I just said to them, I said to them, Mark, you know, excuse the French. I said you're going to fuck this up for everybody. You you, you can't go into a semi final. And if you lose, you've got. I've got to pick you up, and I've got to get you ready for Saturday. Um, and it was like, Coach, don't worry, we're going to win. Coach, don't worry, we're not going to get relegated. And I just, I just, I, I was in shock, and I tried to repeat and repeat, repeat every day, guys. This is your livelihood. This is your baby. You cannot kill your baby. You've got families to support. You've got children to support. You've got a life in football, which if you get relegated now, it's over. Maybe one or two will get a different club. Maybe one or two will move. But I I can guarantee you there'll be 20 plus players looking for for employment. And it's it's all down to them. And my question was, um, my question was to them, you were all fighting for a small bonus why wasn't you fighting to save your career? Where was that fight on that last day? It wasn't there, Mark. And it was the same team. We we, we battered. We hammered Yanga. We hammered them. We hammered them. And we missed four glaring chances, as we did in the first leg. And they went and scored two counter-attacks. Game over. And and it hurts, Mark. It really, really hurts. Yeah, understandable. And I, I'll come to... Johnny in a second but but Dylan just really to kind of summarize your career as a head coach so you've won seven seven trophies since 2014 two league titles five cup competitions you've taken over at four clubs previously in the South African Premier Division um, that were relegation threatened you kept them all up this is the first time out of five that that hasn't happened um, you're coming back to the UK this week um, where are you hoping to be a head coach next? Um, and where do you think you might end up next season? I don't know. I mean, look, I spoke to Parky at Wrexham, you know, um, it, it was amazing. You know, I found out, you know, the grapevine that, you know, Parky, a couple of days after he won promotion, you know, got a letter from King Charles, <laughs> a personal written, handwritten letter from King Charles. So, you know, you, you just can't imagine how good I, I felt for Parky. Um, and, you know, I've spoken to Parky, you know, we, we, we've all I've always had a good relationship. You know, he's tried to get me in somewhere at his previous clubs, but it never happened. Um, and I don't know where, you know, the, 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 the setup at Wrexham is going to be now they got promoted. But I'm going to come home. Um, I, I only spent 12 days last year back in the UK and I had to sort out a lot of personal stuff. Uh, that I wasn't previously able to do for three years because of COVID. Um, so this time I'm going to come home and I'm, I'm going to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in, in three years, three and a half years. 
Um, I'm going to go to Scotland, you know, because my house is in Scotland. I haven't seen that since 2016. Um, so, and I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a little look, see if there's anything in the UK. Um, obviously, it's uh, everybody who's, who's out of work, you know, is fighting for that one position. Um, but you know, I'm, I've, like I said, I've not absorbed in what happened uh, this weekend, uh, and until um, we meet the chairman tomorrow or Wednesday, uh, then I can move on to what I think is going to be better for me in in the light. Mark, it's killed me how 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 this how this happened this weekend. It's just it's just it's just blown me away. It really has. It's just it's just it's taken away the. I don't know what the word is. It's, it's taken away the integrity, you know, of the of the game away on on on, on financial greed, you know, and and, I've, and and I know the culture here is different, and I know that the more money they can get, the happier they can be. But to 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 to, to literally kill themselves and kill each other—that's the worst thing. The instigators, you know, they they they're the ones that. You know, have, have driven this, and others have followed, and everybody's just been basically blown up, and they've and they've took away, you know, the the, the one thing that they've got in life, and I guaranteed them next year we'll keep the same squad because we were brilliant, we were brilliant, and, and just and, before, and, and that's, just that's before the most Johnny, thing. Dylan, just before Johnny comes in, um, firstly, you you're definitely not not staying there, right? Is that is that right? I'm, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to help. You know, like I say, you know, I've always had this reputation, and you know, it's like I did not see us losing that game against Swallows. Swallows were the worst team ever to play against, but they win games by being that bad. You know, um, they, they but this they've won four games on the bounce, and they were bottom of the league. We made them bottom of the league when I joined the club. But it just, I, I, like I say, when I, when, I, when, I, when I take it all in, when it, when it kicks me in the balls and, and, and it wakes me up to the realisation of what has happened, you know, um, it's, it, 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 it's flabbergasting. I'm, I'm, like I said, Mark, honestly, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've just never experienced it. I've, I've experienced strikes. I've experienced players and swallows last year not getting paid. 100% they're not getting paid, don't play. I've experienced things like even worse than that, but players have always, you know, gone out and I've, I've got them to go out and do the job. This time I couldn't change their minds. They were adamant until the chairman put pen to paper and signed this document that said that they were going to get a percentage of that calf money. They were not going to train no matter what I said. And that's the hardest thing to accept for me because... I, I, I failed my chairman. Um, that's how personal I take it. I, I, you know, I've got to accept that I failed the chairman because I couldn't get the players to to, to see sense, to see reality. Well, Dylan, it, just it, uh, just just, just, just a suggestion, <laughs> and then Johnny's going to come in. Um, come back to England, pay a visit to Reading, walk around the Oracle for a while. Um, and spend quite a bit of time doing it so you get spotted and then there'll be a story in the Reading Chronicle linking you with the Reading job because you've been spotted in the Oracle. Just a suggestion. <laughs> Johnny, what do you think? It's different. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, 
haven't tried that, Dylan. I guess you know, like you know, we'll, we'll, we'll actually have exclusive footage on the podcast of Dylan walking around the Oracle. What if I... <laughs> we go live now to the Oracle, and there is Dylan Kerr. Oh, get there! I never, I, I didn't, I can't believe that, Dylan. Listen, honestly, mate, we're all hurting for you, like me, Mark, and all the Reading fans, because we know how much you care and how much passion you have for the game and what you do as a manager. And to be honest, you deserve so much better than how you're treated and how you know the, you deserve a better opportunity to be able to build your own team, start from scratch, not coming in, keep trying to save, you know, every team that's struggling, which you do amazingly in this time, circumstances that are out of your controls turned against you. But, you know, just you'll bounce back, mate, because you're a star. Thank you, John. No, it's like it's... Um... It's, it's circumstances, you know, um, yeah. the, the the people I've seen with in, in Durban, when I got offered the job, they said I must be mad. But I spoke to my captain, I said, we're good enough to stay up. And he said, for this team, yes. And we had such a good run. We had, I mean, we were unlucky. We, 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 we missed chances that, you know, Stevie Wonder could have scored. I mean, Mark Roach could have scored. Wouldn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, for better, but... Um, <laughs> It, it, it was. It, 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 I, I never saw. Us, I never saw us losing even two 0 down in the calf competition. I knew we'd, we'd pull it back, but because they went on strike, their mentality is now different. Now, now they've got nothing to fight for because they've got a, they've got the bonus. If they lose, if they lose in the semi final, they're guaranteed fourteen point five million and whatever percentage that they've earned. So whether they win or lose, yeah, it doesn't matter. Hunger's to them. gone, isn't it? And we we missed we missed three one on ones three one on ones now one was a good save I would say one I don't know you, you question right are these players serious are they not serious you know I mean people telling me oh four players have agreed pre contract so they're not bothered if the team stay up or not how would you want how, how, how does that happen how does that happen you're still in the team. You're not playing for yourself. You're playing for the team that's paid you for two years or three years or a year. You know, and, and your contract's up. You want another contract in, in the PSL. You, you'd run through brick walls. You'd run through brick walls. I'm sat in the stand. I can't do anything because I'm not allowed on the bench. And again, that's my chairman. Why hasn't he done anything about that? Was he bothered? I don't know. You know, but I've got a good relationship with the chairman. I like the chairman, you know, and... It's it's it. I just can't I just can't understand why, you know, they they they, they didn't look past their own selfishness to say, well, hang on, we're good enough to stay in this league. We're good enough to to be in the PSL next year. As I promised them, we're not going to make changes. We're not going to do things different. We're gonna we're going to do things better, you know. Because and the chairman was going to move the the franchise to Bloemfontein where. Is probably one of the biggest supported areas. We haven't got a football team, yeah. and it would have been it would have been absolutely out of this world. Now they've got to go in the first division, which is more difficult than the Championship and League One to get out of, and nationwide the the Conference League. It's harder than that because you've got referees that get paid, you get you know officials that you know are, are corrupt. You know you've got uh, you've got owners that will you know do everything they can. To try and win the game, however it's done, they'll do it, and 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 it, it, the, 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 it's a it's a cat and dog race in that in that 
NFT now. Yeah. We've gone from the Premier League, which is two and a half million a month, which is 125,000 a month, to 500,000, which is 25,000 a month. It's careful what they wish for, really, isn't it? Like you, you, you want a bonus, but you lose that, then you're down. You're going to get less. Dylan, Dylan, I've I got a question for you about you and your potential next role. Um, but first, what do you think that you you don't get a look in because people will, will say, well, look, he's he's managed in you know Africa and Asia, and yes, he's had success, but he's not had experience of of managing in in the UK or whatever. So therefore. That's that's a, a risk. What you know? What's the reason? What why do you seem to have so many issues with not getting a look in over here, whether it's England, Scotland, wherever? As Imre Varadi puts it, there's bigger and better out there. You know that can't get jobs. And my answer to that is: but how many times have they been sacked? How many times have they been you know told that they you know they're no longer required? And you know you, you're talking about John O'Shea. Um, you know, Quinton Fortune, you've the the the, uh, the 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 former player that's now Chris Chris. Uh, David, yeah. yeah, he now he's you know yes, being a manager and being an assistant manager and being a coach is a lot different. You know, because your responsibility as a coach is to coach the team. You haven't got the the head coaches or managers uh, pressures. You're not the one that's picking the team. You're not the one that's you know put your head on the block for if results go well, if results go badly. You know, you're responsible as a coach or as an assistant coach or a, a youth team coach, it's totally different. Noel Hunt will probably tell you that, you know, when he, when he took over the last couple of games for the season. You know, you've got to have, you know, I've, I've worked in a culture of, of African players and I've used my African mentality to, to get the best out of them. You know, and a lot of premiership players in the world, in Europe, are all from Africa, yet nobody considers African football, you know, you know that to be that good. But yet, the, the, the amount of Africans that are playing now in Europe, in the top leagues and the top teams, is is is, is amazing. So, if it's not that good, why do teams sign lots of African players? So, so, so look, if you, Dylan, if you are, let, let's say a scenario, you are currently part of Reading's backroom staff working with Mark Bowen, Brian Carey, etc. You're you're having a, a meeting, you're having a conversation about what type of Reading uh what type of manager do Reading need next? What's your what's your view? What type of manager do you think Reading need next? Somebody that's not selfish, somebody that's that's got ambition, somebody that, somebody that's got a plan. Some that's got you know um, a, a, a way of making the youth um, push for uh, places in the team, you know. Because I said this previously, no senior player likes a youngster coming looking looking over his shoulder at some young kid that's trying to break into the squad. You know, they they will they will work hard to make sure that he doesn't you know replace him because you know it, it's a risk. You know, you, you you want to have this jigsaw puzzle that. All the pieces fit nicely, you know, and, and 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 if it doesn't fit, then you have to either take them out of the jigsaw or you're trying to find a way that that piece fit, you know, and that's by, you know, talking to them, by being, you know, I wouldn't say a father, but being a mentor, 
to them and, and to give and to give them ambition. I've had five clubs now, bottom of the league, relegation certainties, seasons finished, 10 games, 15 games, 12 games. And I've gone into that club and I've changed the whole ideology of how to play and to be winners and to enjoy the game and to come to training and go home happy, ready to come the next day. That's what I did as a player from at Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday at Kilmarnock. You know, you couldn't keep me off the training ground, you know, because I didn't want to leave. And now players have got, we didn't have lunch rooms, we didn't have breakfast rooms, we didn't have, you know, spas and masseurs and we just came into training. training you had the, the bar at Elm you know, Park under the stadium, didn't you? That was, by the way, I'll tell you what, I'd bring that back. I'd bring that back. That was <laughs> hey, Reopen Utopia. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, just just want to ask you then, you know, the type of manager that Reading need, do you see any specific examples out there? So so if you, you know, if you're in charge of selecting the next Reading manager, what are some of the names that you would be looking at that you think were suitable? Obviously, there's plenty of Reading fans who think it's worth, like, bringing you in whether it's manager, assistant manager, whatever it is, you've been mentioned a lot. But if you're making that decision, what are some of the specific examples of um, the type of manager that that Reading need? Who who do you look at and think, yeah, he'll be a good fit? Well, I mean, you know, Brendan Rodgers would be, you know, ideal because he knows the club and he's out of work at the moment. And I don't know if he's going to get back into work. You know, um, I always, I always admired because I watched, the, I watched Gareth, Gareth Ames, Ainsworth a lot when he was at Wickham, and I thought he did well. And I'll give you, you know, when when Man United uh, replaced, I, don't, I can't remember if it was David Moyes or uh, Van Gaal or Louis Van Gaal, Eddie Howe for me, you know, was 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 the one, you know, as a Man United fan, I wanted him to be given the opportunity, but maybe he wasn't a big enough name. Um, but you see what he's done at Newcastle. You see what he did at Bournemouth. See what he's done at Newcastle. You know you want that type of want that type of manager, that coach that's got respect, that's got ideas, that's got uh, a vision, and that's got a bit of loyalty as well. You know that you know you you you, you want to if you're going to sign there for three years, you want to be there for three years. You want to make a you want to build the club. You want to build you know the the club, the structure, the the stadium. It's all there. The training facilities is 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 amazing. You know, you you've got a good youth academy. You know, so 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 build on that, and and, and that's what Reading need. You know, to to get out of this League One position. You know, because it's going to be tough again. It's going to be tough because there's some there's some good teams in League One. You know, and if you look at yeah, what what you do know, you... the this this season's play. Yeah, if you no, look at this season's playoff in, uh, in... Uh, Chris Wilder, for example. Yeah, God, I've, I've known Chris for years. I've known him since, you know, when I was at Chef Wednesday's back in the 80s. You know, I've got a lot of respect for Chris. You know, what he did at Chef United was was amazing, you know. And again, you know, he's, a, he's another coach that's, you know, had success at Northampton, success at Bramlane. And then some, somewhere along the way, you know, his, his last few jobs have not really happened for him. You know, again, you know, you don't know the circumstances. I haven't spoken to Chris, you know, in a couple of years, to be fair. Um, although I do, you know, occasionally drop him a, a birthday message or a, a Merry Christmas. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, 
Chris Wilder's done it in in League League Two, and he's done it in the Championship. You know that could be a good idea. You know for Chris Wilder. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's 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 got to be the perfect one. It can't be just one. Oh yeah, well he got promoted at Sheffield United. Sheffield United a different club. Yeah, but he got promoted at Northampton. Yeah, Northampton is his start. And and Reading Football Club is going to be different. You know, Chris Wilder will only if he, if, whoever's interviewed. They will have to look into the background of the club, especially in the last two seasons, two three seasons. You know, you know what's 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 been the problem? Where's where's the issues? Where's the what can I identify as? You know, the the the, the problems that Reading are in at the moment. Obviously, we know the financial fair play. We know about salaries. We know about you know transfer embargoes. You know why? You know and and fix it and fix it. And say yeah, well I can I can deal with that. I can fix that. I know the players that I need to bring at this club to get us out of this uh, out of this league, and you know that, that's you know like I said you know that's that's how I would do my interview. You know, tell them what I can bring to the club, what the club's already got, and how I can add to that. Yeah, sorry, you were saying about playoff teams before. Sorry, I think I we were talking over each other. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day. Somebody put a we're going to not these two clubs. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's fantastic what Coventry have done. Fantastic, fantastic Luton Town. You know, I mean, how how many years is it, have they been not in the Premier League? I don't think, I don't think, I don't know, if, I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that they have been in the Premier League, have they? You know, it's it's. They've been in the top flight for a long already time. Already, we're up there. Already, we're better than that. You know, but they say. You've got a manager players want to play for. You know, that's what that's that's the that's the thing that pisses me off here. These players played for me. Up until Tuesday, these players played for me. And we, we uh, you know, I could have bet my house that we were not going to get relegated. But on Tuesday that all that dimension changed and Paulins maybe maybe he lost the dressing room. You know, because he was very, very critical of his players. You can't be critical of your players when you're in season. You know, I'm not. I'm never going to criticise my players for what they did for me, but what I'm going to criticise the players for is what they did to me. You know, what they did for me and what they did to me is something I can never forget. I sat. We had a Player of the Year awards dinner last night that had been previously arranged, and it was fantastic from the chairman. You know, to acknowledge acknowledge what they'd done. But everybody's happy. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's, you know. And I'm and I'm 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 dying inside. I'm sat there wanting to cry. I'm sat there furious and angry that you know not only has it cost me my job, it's cost a lot of other people their jobs. And it's not as if they can walk into another club. It's not as if the youth, the under 18s, can walk into another club. You know, and and there were six or seven good youth players that I would have brought into the team uh, next year. And now that opportunity's gone for them. Where are they going to go? You know, so there's there's going to be at least thirty players, young and old, experienced and inexperienced. They're going to be going around listening to agents, paying agents money to try and get them a job. And 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 yeah, it's just honestly, Johnny, Johnny, back to you. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> On a positive, there, I just, I, I, Dylan, I saw you caught up with Lucas Radaby at the. The awards is that right? I wasn't, you know, 
I did the picture. That was the, that's oh, probably okay. the only time I, I actually smiled because I was the chief, you know. Because Reading, uh, sorry, Leeds have got to win on Saturday, and I know everybody respects Lucas and is a is a massive idol uh, uh, for the Leeds fans. Yeah. And I said, to them, "Come on, let's do it. Let's do a let's do a Leeds posture and 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 try and get you know a bit of a bit of morale to to the team yeah. that we support them." Um, that's the only time I took a picture and smiled. If you look at the pictures, I'm, I'm, there's not even I haven't even got a grin. I've just got I'm, I'm just yeah. uh, you know it, it hurt and I've never been hurt before. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got hurt when I got married. That fucking hurt me. But <laughs> <laughs> football hurt. <laughs> oh, as the manager hurt. You you hurt not playing in the playoff. That was the, that was the players hurt. If I pick the managers hurt. It's different. If I pick the wrong team, if I pick the wrong lineup, if I if I, if I made the wrong tactics, then yeah. yes. If I made the wrong substitutions, yes. Um, then I could. Then I could. Then, then I probably accept it more. But as I said to them on Tuesday, you know, you, you, you're playing with your futures here. You're playing with your careers. And is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because you you you, you want you want a signed document for for a percentage of money. When if you get relegated, those who are still contracted, you, you, you've got um, uh, a clause in your contract that if you go down, your salary goes down fifty percent. Those who are released don't get a penny, you know. And they're gonna they're gonna be like the fifty thousand uh, emails and text messages and WhatsApps and uh, tweets that I get from uh, players who want to be a footballer. You, you're going to be added to that list. You know, and uh, like I said, it's 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 something that I've got to. It'll make me a bigger and a better person. I'll bounce back from it, mate, because that's you. Know, you bounce back from so many things. Learn not to trust, you know, footballers again that are greedy. You know, because that that's that's basically you know what it is. You know, you you how like I said, do you think Liverpool? Uh, no, you know, Man United or Man City. Are going to get rewarded if they lose the uh, the final of the FA Cup. Yeah, you know, do you think they go, do you think um, whoever Man United played in the in the semi-finals? Do you think that team got rewarded for losing the semi-final? Yeah. No, did they help? Did they help? But because but because the club are getting a lot of money, and it's the chairman's money. At the end of the day, it's the chairman's money. What the chairman does with that money is 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 and, and because he's they don't negotiate this before. In the contracts, there's nothing in the contracts. This is kind of like they 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 think that they're already because they got to the semi-final because the clubs earned fourteen million. They don't think about they don't think about the twelve to eighteen million yeah. that it's probably cost the chairman. They don't think about that. They just want they just want part of that bonus, which one hundred percent what they've done. You know they they, they do deserve they do deserve something. But only if you're winning. As an incentive. Yeah, you know, incentive. Only if you're winning. Yeah, but for you, sorry, Mark, I've gone off quickly. I, look, we all love you to bits still. We know, we know you. But, like, what do you, where's you, where do you want to go from here now? You're, if you went, what do you see jobs going, oh, that's one for me at what level? Do you, do you, or do you go, I'm not sure. I, I, 
they asked my agent to apply for Doncaster, but they give it back to Grant McCann, who was previously sacked by Doncaster and sacked by Peterborough. Do you, um, do you have a level that you think you, you so they give it the go one to go championship, or do you just go give me a chance? Look, it's, it's, it's wherever it would be. I mean, you know, you, you're looking at the conference league, you're looking at you know north, nationwide north. You know, you're looking at that. You know, getting that footing. I, I applied for York City last year. I applied for Gateshead a few years back. I applied for Dundee um, before um, the guys just left. Um, I applied for that, knowing Gordon Strachan. You know, Gordon says, you know, uh, Lee, Lee Boyer, or not Dave Lee Boyer, Boyer, whatever his name is. Uh, um, I applied for Dundee United when they sacked their manager. I've applied at Kilmarnock three times. I've applied at Reading three times. Um, you don't get a reply, which, which is which is fine. You know, at the end of the day, uh, in this day and age, you don't get replies. The agents are the ones that you need. You know, and that, like I said, Imre Varadi is a very, very good friend of mine, and he's got one of the biggest agencies in the world. You know, but if he says to me, "I'm not," there's bigger and better out there. Then what chance have I got? Now, being out of England or being out of the UK, uh, maybe that that is a, a, an hindrance. But coming back, you know, you're not guaranteed anything. You're not, you know, there's nothing that says right. Dylan Kerr, because you've had the success in, in Africa and Asia, you know, you're going to have the success in, in the UK. But, but I know with the, with the background I've got, with the people that I know, with the influence I have as a player and as a, as a coach, just to, just to sit down with a, a board member or a chairman or a CEO and, and, and explain, you know, who I am, what I'm about, I used to have an unblemished CV. Now I've got a, I've got a, I've got a dark spot on it that outweighs all the good spots. I don't see all the good spots now. I see that one blemish, you know, which I'm not proud to have. And again, as I said, my, uh, Johnny, it's my, it, it has. I'm the head coach responsibility, but I wasn't the one that you know threw it away. I wasn't the one that threw it away. I didn't change anything, you know. Everybody. Everybody, coach, don't worry, we're not going to go down. Don't worry. Guys, football doesn't work like that. Football works on honesty. Football works on trust. I can't trust you. Yeah. D- how can D- I trust you? I'm going to pick him 11. Dylan, I just want to... And, how can, and, and they let... Dylan, I just want to come back to you um, about Reading again, because we don't... Obviously, coming back to, to the UK this week... More than likely, we've we've got a few episodes left for series two, so uh, we don't know for a hundred percent if you're on any of the other episodes. Hopefully, you will be. Um, but in case we don't talk to you again, I just want to ask you about League One next season. Reading, obviously, going into the third tier for the first time since the two thousand and one two thousand and two season. That Jamie Curiton goal at the end of the season. Um, who do, when when you look at the the clubs that that went down the previous season, the clubs that have gone down this season, who might um, be in the running in, in League One for promotion? Um, do you think how, how do you think Reading will get on? Which other clubs do you think will do well? Because you've got Derby in there, you've got Portsmouth, um, you know, you've got the relegated clubs, you've got Bolton in there as well. How do you think Reading will do next season? What does that depend on? And, and which of the other clubs do you see challenging for promotion? You've, you've just said them all. I mean, 
you know, there's, there's, there's a frightening amount of clubs in that league. And, and football's getting, uh, everybody's equal now. There's not really, you know, uh, you know, like back in the day when we were playing, you knew there was always the, the, the top three, four teams that were always going to be in contention. But now everybody's on an equal footing now. You know, Derby County, look at the size of that club, Portsmouth, Bolton Wanderers. They can't get out of that. Bolton Wanderers failed again. Derby County missed. So did Portsmouth. So did Peterborough. You know, uh, not Peterborough, sorry. Um, um, who else is there? Um, there's, um, there's so many. Yeah, it was Peterborough, wasn't it? Yeah. Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Peterborough. Um, Burton Albion. Burton Albion have got a good history. You know, the, and there's clubs that's been promoted from 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 League Two, Northampton yep. Town are promoted again. So there's not that there's there's not that team that say right, hang on, Reading have come down. Are Reading good enough to go back because of the situation that they got relegated in? You know, it was it was entirely in their hands. It was entirely in Paul Ince's hands to to save that club, and he could have done it. No, but why? Why? Why it didn't work for him? You know, only only you will know, and, and certain players will know. You know, so next year they've got to <laughs> they've got to hit the ground running. They've got to have a very very good pre season. You know, and remember when when I, when I spoke about my first uh, uh, week, my the first day I knew that Reading were going to do well that year was when we you know had a really really hard pre season, and then we all went to the White Swan in Pangbourne, and basically. That's when we all came together, and that's when I thought, yes, this this is going to happen, and and that's what they're going to have to do now. They're going to have to they're going to have to identify the right players, the right players to come into that club that can work. That's the first thing. Yeah. Work, play football, win football. When they haven't got the ball, go get it back. You know that that's the any anybody can play football, but if you haven't got them three things, if you haven't got them three things in your locker. Then you, you, you're not going to you're not going to get nowhere near promotion. And show them what Sheffield Wednesday did in the semi-finals against Peterborough. Well, I I heard it. I heard there were sixty to one, and I phoned my friend, well, my agent actually, Paul Mitchell, and I said to Paul, "No, uh, put a tenner on Sheffield Wednesday tonight. The sixty to one." And he went, and because he lives in Peterborough now, and he goes and watches Peterborough, he said to me, "No chance." Peter will, they might, they might get a draw. You know, Peter will not, not lose. So <laughs> when I woke up the next morning, because the load shed, you know, I, checked, I checked my phone and saw that they won five one. By the way, I didn't, I didn't say any nasty words to him. I went absolutely mental. <laughs> listen, Johnny. Johnny. I thought, you know, when I listen, when I, when I listen to Darren Moore, or when I listen to some of the players, and and. And saw the, the the grief in Barry Bannon's face at the final whistle. I actually thought, yeah, you know, with that Hillsborough crowd behind them, get get a goal early, get two goals. Yeah, it's game on. It's game on. I'm just gutted that I wasn't able to watch it because of load shedding. You know, so. Um, but again, the next day I told my players. Uh, sorry, the previous day I said to my players, "You two 0 down. You go out within ten minutes. We had three golden chances to score. We missed." We missed one from you know one. You, you, like I said, Stevie Wonder could have scored, <laughs> and uh, it, like I say, you, you've got 
for Reading now, guys, it's 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 now doing the homework on on the right man to come into that training ground and bring the right people in because the money, obviously, the money is is, is massively reduced. You know, so they can't go out and spend uh, hundreds of thousands or millions on players. They can't offer top wages because obviously season tickets prices are going to go. Some Reading fans have, have fell out with the football club with how the football club's been run. And, and what happened to them getting relegated? So they're going to have to they're going to have to go out and and and, and like Mark McGee and Colin Lee did all those years ago. They're going to have to go and scout players that that are going to bring something to to the to the blue and white hoops. Johnny, have you got uh, got one last question for Dylan before we wrap up? Yeah, yeah Dylan, would you fancy ever come over and coach in the League of Ireland? Something a bit different than the UK. I've tried. A couple of teams, a couple of teams in Ireland. Like I said, um, somebody asked me if I'd like to go to Northern Ireland. No, and I said, no, come to the Southern Ireland, mate. I'll buy your pint in the game, Cole. That's dangerous. <laughs> I love Belfast. Belfast is amazing. Um, like I say, um, I've got some very, very good contacts in football. Uh, Nicky Hammond. You know, I've, I've asked Nicky a few times and, and it, it, there's nothing happened there. I've tried America. I've tried Asia. I've tried, you know, I've, I've been linked to a possible move in Egypt. Whether that's true or not, uh, I don't know. Um, Australia? I got, no, and I've, I've, uh, Andy Bernal, he's even said that he would try, even Jeff Hopkins, uh, but nothing's come there. Uh, a club in Kenya asked me the other day, uh, uh, who actually are based in Mombasa, which is paradise. You know, they asked me if I'd go back to Kenya, and I, and I, and I said no. Um, and... No disrespect to, to to the club. I just I just don't want to go back to Kenya and spoil what I did, um, you know, over here. Um, so maybe there's, maybe a couple of jobs will come up in Scotland. Um, who knows? Who knows? And I'll I'll keep applying, you know. And I, I've always had the ambition that one day I will be uh, head coach at Old Trafford. Uh, I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop believing that. Or, Dreaming that might happen, because uh, if I do, then I'll just walk away from football and and probably, you know, be an Uber driver. <laughs> Dylan, I, I got. Uh, I'll reopen you. Go on. What were you going to say? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I got one last question. But, but Zimmer, you're coming with Zimmer frames though in Utopia. Yeah, a week for us too. <laughs> yeah. Now, I uh, one last question for you. When I asked you who who you thought would make a good manager for Reading, the first name you mentioned was Brendan Rodgers. Do you think Brendan would be have any interest in coming back to Reading? Genuinely, probably not. Possibly not. Um, I don't see how he wouldn't. You know, uh, I think if he came to Reading and did a great job and got promoted, I think that'd be better than him sitting in in his house. You know, by the phone, you know, looking, maybe possibly he may have offers abroad. Um, you know, I don't think Graham Potter, um, it was Graham Potter doesn't need the money, but I don't think Graham Potter would be a, 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 a you know, a possibility. Um, I'm told um, the Swansea manager is going to Southampton. Uh, I can't remember where he's going now. Southampton. So the Swansea manager is going to leave a, yeah, a championship team to go to a championship team. 
you know, uh, whether that's, that's that's a good move, I don't know. Um, my, my friend Mark Jackson has just been fired at MK Dons, you know, and it's, I, I spoke to Mark last week. He was heartbroken and he tried to call me last night. And I, I said, Mark, I can't talk right now because I'm, 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 I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't yeah. know what to say. So, um, yeah, look, there's, there's people, you know, out of work. There's, you know, <laughs> strangely as it made Leeds United get relegated, you know, Sam Allardyce might be, you know, popping up at at, at, at Elm Park. Sorry, Medeski. Um, he, he, you know, he might be considered. You know, I say I, I look at the list. I look at the odds. I'm not even on them. I'm not even. I'm not even on interested in in, in being linked. To the football club, what I what does like I like about it is the fans, you know, have, have, uh, have been very very kind and very very, you know, supportive. That's what you need. That's what you need. You need the fans on your side. You need the fans to come in and say, "Hang on, this coach is going to do it for us. This coach is going to. We're going to come and support the club. We're going to, and then we're going to turn turn the game around on the field, and we're going to get more people coming back, you know, and 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 and, and that you you can only do that." You know, if you've got the right mentality and you've got the right um, plan and and pathway to follow, so right, yeah, there we go. We need to be in the top two by Christmas. And, and, and one last last question. I want to ask you about Graham Murty because he's been linked with with the Reading job. Do you think he's the the type of um, manager that Reading should be looking? <laughs> well, again, you know. Mertz is you know, like me, former Reading player. And I'm just going to have to move this because my battery's just about to turn off. Um, Graham Mertz is former captain, you know, Reading legend, Reading icon. You know, whether whether or not, you know, um, obviously he would he would he, he would he would do what I do. He'd probably run down from wherever he is to to to, to go and manage Reading. Um, I've got a lot further to go than he has, but again, you know. He, he, it's got to be the right choice. You can't, you can't. I can't get the job because I'm in the Hall of Fame, because I'm a former Reading player, because I'm a you know um, uh, you know a, a successful coach abroad. I've got to get the job because I'm the right manager for it. I'm the right coach. And, and Graham Murphy's got to, got to be the same. Remember, Graham's always worked with youth. Mm. You know, at Glasgow Rangers, he was head of the academy. Um, I, 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 where is he now? Under twenty ones. Yeah, so yeah, so now he's got the Sunderland under twenty one. So you know, he, he, again, is that is that step up? Is he ready for that step up? Um, would Noel Hunt have got the job if he'd have kept them in the Premier League in the Championship? Would they have given him the opportunity? You know, so he, 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 <laughs> what Parky did at Wrexham was just you know like Man City doing in the Premier League. You know, they've got the funds, they've got the financial backing. They've got the the hype, the media attention, and Parky's had to go through all that, knowing that he's got all that, and he still had to fight Notts County, Chesterfield, Bromley, and the the the, the in the second term of asking, he's gotten promoted, you know, and then, you know, is, is he going to be wanting to be t- t- taken away from from Wrexham to come to Reading, you know, like I say, you've got you've got to have the perfect fit. From you know the whole backroom team, yeah. You know I haven't had my own backroom team in Africa. I've always had to, yeah. I've always had to take what the chairman's given me. Mm. You know that doesn't work. 
Oh, but I have to trust them and I have to believe in them, which I do. And sometimes it costs me um, because the, the, the knives are always out because they think you're a better coach than you and they want your job. Um, you've got to make sure whoever comes into Reading Football Club, whether it's Graham Murphy, whether it's this Chris Guy, whether it's uh, Brendan Rogers, uh, Brian McDermott, you know, would have been ideal. You know, it always, maybe sometimes it's a bad thing to come back to the club uh, once you've been there and had the success. You don't want to, like I said to Johnny there, I don't want to go back to Gormaya to Kenya where I had success with Gormaya because then if it doesn't be successful, then, you know, it, it looks bad on me. So you've got to have the right person, the right makeup that fits into Reading Football Club, fits into 1871. FC, yep. that's that's it, and then it becomes a royal. Well, don't forget, I uh, come back to Reading, walk around the Oracle for a while, and then we'll see what happens. But look, Dylan, we, we wish you well. We we hope we can get you back on before Series Two yeah. finishes. Um, but just a reminder that tomorrow our special guest is former Reading wing, winger Glenn Little. So that episode is available anytime from eight forty-five PM tomorrow. And then on Wednesday evening, our guest is the former Reading goalkeeper, Steve Mortone. And that episode is available anytime from 6pm on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, our guest is the former Reading midfielder and the current Slough town manager, Scott Davies. And that episode is available anytime from 6pm on Thursday. So all that leaves me to say is thank you, Johnny, and thank you to Dylan, and we wish you Wish you all the very best with um, whatever comes next, Dylan. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.